Kei te whakaronga mai, koe ki nga pātaka kōrero o Tamaki Makoto. You're listening to an Auckland Libraries podcast. Kia ora koutou, uh, my name is Marguerite and I'm Heritage Researcher for Auckland Council Heritage Unit. And a big chunk of my job is researching the history of historic heritage places around Auckland. Uh, my colleagues have already discussed lots of avenues for research, so I'm kind of here to plug the gaps and mention some things they haven't, and also talk about some of the resources <coughs> that Auckland Council Heritage Unit has as well. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about researching the people who used to live in your house and um, the social history context of where you might live. So, first of all, I'll start with a... Um, Auckland Council database, which is called the CHI, the Cultural Heritage Inventory. Um, now the CHI records heritage places in Auckland, it doesn't protect them, that's what the unitary plan and other district plans are for. But any place that is in the unitary plan is in the CHI, but not every place that's in the CHI is in the unitary plan, if you understand. So um, it's an old system, as you can see, that was established by the Auckland Regional Council and it contains information from the Legacy Council documents and it's free to access a basic record um, to a member of the public and it covers all kinds of sites, um, historic heritage, maritime heritage, archaeological sites and sites of significance to mana whenua. Um, you can see there's two sorts of records. We've got search the bibliography and search the places. Um, the places record every site of significance around Auckland, um, reported sites, um, and it's basic information. It might just say it's a midden and um, who reported it and when. But other records may have much more information. They may even have a historical summary that someone has already written about your property. So um, you can just search a basic record yourself or if you um, don't come up with the information you expect to, you can always contact us and we'll put the email address up at the end. Um, the bibliography is a bibliography, an index of articles that are associated with the places that are in the CHI, um, and it's just an index. Um, it may refer you to something you can get at the library, or it's something that we may hold a copy of and be able to supply to you. So again, if you see something that looks interesting and you can't get a hold of it through the library, you can always try us. CHI connects to Geo GeoMaps, which is the council GIS service, and it geolocates your property, and then you can connect. You can get more information connected to that. But probably for a member of the public, the most useful thing about GeoMaps is the aerial photographs. So these go back to 1940 in some instances, and then they're a little bit uneven right through to 2017. Another item, uh, another thing that is a very good resource is ordering your titles from Land Online or from LINS. Um, most of us aren't lucky enough to have access to the Land Online database, so um, if you want to order your title for your property, um, you can order it directly from LINS, which is a government department. They will charge you $15 per title that you request, and they deliver them digitally um, within two working days. And um, a few tips about searching for your title, because you kind of start, you might think, where do I start when I get this form and I'm supposed to fill in all this information? If we go back here, we can see that it has a CT number on GeoMaps. And it starts with NA, which stands for North Auckland, which is the North Auckland Land District. And that would be the information that you would give to um, land on, to LINS in order to order your title. Um, so, like I said, they cost $15 each, so it can get quite expensive 
to order the whole chain of titles for your property. So it's definitely worth checking out your property file because sometimes titles turn up in that and that can save you a bit of money. Um, so many of you have probably worked with titles before, but you start, you, you basically follow a chain and you start with your current title and you keep going back through the prior references um, and they're at the top uh, left-hand corner of the document. Um, if you, Linz has a really good glossary of even more jargon terms on their website, so I'd recommend having a look at that. But the most common one you'll see is a transfer and a transmission, so transfer is a sale, and a transmission is associated usually with um, when someone dies and it's a probate or ex, um, when someone's an executor. And if you go back far enough on your title, you might come across a reference to a deeds index. So, as Anna said at the beginning, deeds indexes are the index to deeds that were created prior to the current title system. And good news, these are free to access. They're held by Archives New Zealand and they've been fully digitised um, and you can look at them through Archway. They'll tell you who owned the land prior to any titles and they might go back as far as a Crown Grant. And they also record mortgages and probates. And they are often quite tricky to negotiate because one page will have been subdivided and subdivided and subdivided and so you just have to keep following your chain and make sure you're actually looking at the right property. But they are beautiful historical documents and they often have really lovely little hand-drawn plans and things like that on them. There are lots of other prior references that you will come across either on a deeds index or on a land title. Um, proclamations, applications, gazette notices and crown grants. And finding these can be really hit and miss because due to the intricacies of archive keeping, some are held by Archives New Zealand, some are held by LINS, some are digitised and some are not. So I would recommend searching the number that you've ended up with on Archway to start with and see if you have any luck. And if you get stuck there, um, try contacting Archives New Zealand in the first instance. They may end up referring you to LINS, but it's usually quicker to contact the Archives um, New Zealand staff first. Um, and this is a bit of information about how you contact Archives New Zealand and their new opening hours. Um, and while we're talking about Archives New Zealand, they have a series of research guides on their website about researching land, including Māori land, and it's well worth researching, visiting the research room and talking to the archivists um, who will be able to help you get deeper into the different kinds of registers and finding aids that they have. Um, Joanne talked a little bit about um, plans and cadastral maps, so I will leave that there. Um, and she also mentioned photographs, um, and so did Anthony. So, um, as I mentioned about geomaps earlier, aerial photographs can be a way to research your property and help you figure out when your house was built and when the area around it was developed. So, this is RetroLens which is a website. It's a free collection of aerial photographs from 1936 to 2005. It's a Crown archive and it covers 500,000 images. Um, it's high resolution and you can download them and it all has Creative Commons um, copyright so you can put it on your website, on your blog or in a document that you might be putting together and it's fantastic. It's not geolocated quite as well as geomaps as though so you might end up spending a bit of time exactly figuring out where your property is. Um, other image sources are of course Auckland Libraries, Auckland War Memorial Museum 
and um, the Turnbull Library as well. They have recently put up thousands of White's aviation aerial photographs for free as well, so you can download those. Um, another Auckland Council Heritage Unit um, resource is uh, area studies. So they've recently added these um, area studies and heritage surveys to the website. There's about 11 neighbourhoods currently online and more will be added. And these are a really good overview of your neighbourhood. Um, and if your house is scheduled under the um, Auckland Unitary Plan, Auckland Council Heritage Unit should have some information about your house. The amount of information will vary. It could be legacy documentation from a previous council, or it could be a historical summary written by a historian. And you can find out if your house is scheduled, if you don't already know, by searching the unitary plan and looking at the schedule 14.1. And then you can contact us if your house is scheduled. Um, if your house was designed by a known architect, it's worth getting in touch with the Auckland, the former Auckland Lam Architecture Library, which is now part of the university's special collections. It has plans and drawings by known architects and really great architectural bi biographical files and journals and publications as well. And um, Anthony mentioned Papers Past, which is a wonderful resource that I don't know how we lived with, lived, lived with without before. Um, but they also have publications like the New Zealand Building Progress um, magazine, which is available there. Um, and if you want to add a bit of context to the things that you're researching, here's a few um, resources that might be useful. Do people know about the Reserve Bank Inflation Calculator? This is a clever little thing. You can put, plug in how much a house or a property or um, amount of building repairs were done at a certain time, and it goes back to the 1860s, and it will calculate the equivalent value today. Um, and what about the people who lived in your house? Once you've got some names from the titles, um, you should be able to start plugging into Papers Past, Auckland Libraries, and Archway. And even if people aren't famous or infamous, people leave behind traces in the archives. You might come across their probate, many of which are um, digitised on Archives New Zealand. You might find out about their divorces, land transfers, bankruptcies or misdemeanours. And there's lots of websites like Find a Grave and Billion Graves that have images of headphone, uh, headstones where you can utilise, where you can find out birth and death dates. And you can just, you know, use your usual genealogy resources. Um, there's also the historical births, deaths and marriage records on um, a DIA website. Um, so this is a good way of checking basic biographical information. You don't actually have to spend $33 to order the certificate. You can look it up on the database. So if you have other questions, please feel free to email us. Thank you. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for tuning in. The Heritage Talks podcast is produced regularly for your education and enjoyment. Talk notes are found on the Talks page at soundcloud.com. All links are in the Talk notes.